Oh, ah, she. Oh, she's there. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't see that. Uh, all right. So, um, Jew's guest is here. So we're gonna get into. We're gonna get into this young lady. Uh, where's the music I was choosing? Because you know, there's she does a song here that I kind of love too much. So I'm gonna open with this because I'm gonna leave Drew to take care of Naomi, and uh, this is the song I love. Ah, hear this drum. Hold on, just behave yourself and rewind and come again. Oops, I shouldn't be doing that, you know. Only if you will understand when you're hurting. You see me smiling, doesn't mean I'm perfect. Ooh, they only come one thing this one. Oh, yeah. We are trapped on this road, yes, sir. And we think we are alone, no, sir. Yes, we're strong and mighty, but in the eyes of the Almighty, we all need our brothers and sisters. When David thought the light. Her name is Naomi Cowan, and she's from a musical family. And what can I tell you? So I'm just going to say a quick hello to her because I'm going to let young people take care of their business. My daughter, how you do? Hello, thank you for having me. What's up? Ah, girl, I'm telling you, this is a bad... I love this music. I play it time and time again, all the time. All right? Tell me, how did this song come about? So this song that we're listening to is called The Way, and mm-hmm. it is produced by Frankie Music. And it was a rhythm, a juggling project. Um, and, you know, I can't remember the name of the rhythm that he came up with, but... You know, when I, you know, Frankie, as you know, he's been in the space for a while. And I think he also is a producer of Ragamuffin by, by Coffee, you know. Right, right. So um, um, when he brought me in, you know, I don't know. When I got the rhythm, I just thought about all of the support I've had along the way. Mm. And, and I thought about the fact that we're not alone in this journey. And all of us. Can't yes. do anything without each without other. each other. And so that was the message about the song is just to say it's the way you hold me down, it's the way that you have my back, you know. And that's why, like, even the first couple of words that we have trod on this road, but yes. we know we're not alone. And yes, we're strong. Yes, mighty, yes. We have to be Almighty. We all need our brothers and sisters. That is why you know? I, I choose this so, song. Yeah, we're not alone. But who, who which exactly. band, which who who put that music together? Because ripe, you know, like a nice Julie Mango. Yeah, <laughs> um, produced by Funky Music Production. Mm, real nice. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, I am yeah. not gonna keep you too long because uh, Drew have a list of questions that he wants to get in on you. It's long from here to Jamaica by plane. Oh wow! Well, <laughs> but how is mom and dad? They are well. They are well. Good. Um, in good health, good spirit. So the next question is: How does it feel to have such famous parents? Um, boy, it's hard to say how it feels because it is all you know is what I was born into. You know what I'm saying? Right. What I know. So I can't really say what feel any different from anything else good right um but um what i will say is that 
What I will say. Okay. It's all right. It's Zoom. Anything is possible on this station. Don't worry, Ed. Don't worry. Don't hide nothing. <laughs> yeah, what I will say is that I think, you know, um, as I have traversed my own journey and path, I recognize that, I think, I guess I recognize that there's a reason for everything and that, you know, in a way, I I must have been chosen to be brought into this mm. world through them. And so, it's, it's, so in terms of how it feels, it's more like you have more of a certain responsibility, I think, to, to carry on a legacy and to and to um, just recognize that the, the way that the music flows through all of us, you know, in my family, you know, especially my mom and dad and their mm-hmm. and their their forefathers, I re- it just makes me realize that there's a certain calling on my life more than anything. Nice, than that. yeah. Nice, 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 nice. So right now, about now, I'm gonna leave you and I'm gonna push you over to the beach and man who is gonna question you and talk to you about the music. That you have recorded, et cetera, et cetera. Drew, you're there? You're not hiding now, are you? No, no, I'm not here. I'm not here. How you doing, Naomi? All right. Take me off the screen because I want you to look after Naomi good here. Bye, Naomi. Bye. Nice to meet you, sir. Thank you for having me. You're welcome anytime. I'll be here. I'm just listening. I just want to go ahead, sir. Let me get out of this. Yeah, Naomi, how you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, man, you know that this is this is amazing. You, man, this you're like a total twin of your mom. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, growing up, you know, I mean, I know we, we all know that you grew into a, a family of uh, two reggae le- legends. Your dad, um, your dad Tommy Cohen, and your mom uh, Caroline Davis Cohen. You know, I mean, both have a uh, order of distinctions in uh, in Jamaica, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So growing up, you grew up a, a, around a lot of legends, you know what I mean. And uh, can you tell me how that was, and some of the people that had influence in your life as you grew? Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think I knew a lot of these people were legends. <laughs> I don't think I understood who, who because they were just friends. You know what I'm saying? In other words. You know, anybody you can think of um, has been at the house, been at, you know, we've been in the studio with them. But, you know, for me, that was my childhood. And that was just, you know, regular, like, you know, I knew that I knew their name, Maxi Priest or even Dennis Brown. You know, he, you know, I don't have as much memories of him, but all of those names were names that were just around because they were friends, you know. So, um same thing. It's like, and, and I knew that I knew that everybody was a musician. I knew that's what we did. But the magnitude of it, I don't think I understood um, until I, you know, when I started to go out as a young person and you're hearing it in the radio and you're hearing it, you know, because I was always backstage at the shows and everything, right? So I know these songs. Some of these songs I know and don't really know I know them, if that makes sense. You know, um, some of the music, I realized that I know it and I don't, I didn't know it was a song I knew. I'll just know, I'll hear a song and I start singing along to it. And I said, wait a second, I know this song, you know, Um, a lot of the, a lot of the music has just been inside of me. So I would say um, uh, it's only now I can now tap back in and recognize that, wow, I actually have witnessed this person live. I've witnessed this person in studio or in rehearsals or whatever. So I think for me, it's, it's just a blessing. It's, 
it's um it's incredible actually yeah so you're the you're the last of seven children and from what i could mm-hmm. see um you've chosen your own path you know what i mean and i remember yeah. your mom being your mom being in montreal and um i think it was either 2017 2018 or 2019 and she told us about you you know what i mean i said you were going you were going to school in toronto and thing you know what i mean yeah. so tell us about the path that you took before you you decided that you were gonna you know what i mean make your musical journey yeah sure i mean honestly i really took a very interesting path i feel like um you know i'm not like most people i didn't necessarily jump straight into the music um i was almost in a way to be honest i think i was a little bit uh fearful of failing and so i i decided to go and you know pursue traditional schooling um which i don't really regret um it really changed my life in a positive way so you know i went to university um in toronto as you know and you know it was it was after going through all of that and still realizing that i just still wasn't satisfied with what with with my life and i recognized i had to take you know i had to take account of what was really making me happy and what made me feel the most alive what made me feel the most like myself you know authenticity is really the reason why i do music is because i feel most like myself I actually just had the privilege of sitting down with a few female artists and sister nancy and one of her biggest pieces of advice was just be yourself nobody else can be you and i realized that by when i perform especially when i perform is when i feel most like me and i feel most in safe in my own skin and so i realized that it was my responsibility and i owed it to myself to do it 100% you see me because if i don't do it who else is going to do it you know um and and so that's really what it was it was it was really more of just traversing through life and and recognizing um that one of the that music was really what made me feel most authentic truthfully yeah you know that's 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 like an amazing story because uh last time we interview your mom i told her you know what i mean it's like history repeating itself your mom was uh, that Toronto yeah, journey and, and then coming back to what you know what i mean but it was just just how it unfolded rather is the word i would use Yeah. So you you decided now, you know what? This is what I want to do. I'm going back to Jamaica and you uh release you release what's one of your biggest hits today, Paradise Plum. Tell us uh tell us about how uh who produced this track and how did this track come about? Yeah, so Paradise Plum um produced by Teflon Vincent and how it came about is, you know, around the time when I came back home I reached out to different people and he's one of the few people that said, "Yeah, like let's work together." You know, and he gave me certain, a few rhythms actually. And we were sitting in the studio listening to this one and it was one of those things that organically I found a hook within not even 10 minutes, you know, I I I was just singing the hook first. You know, and then from there I um I approached a co-writer um who's also you know she she's birthed into the music industry her name is Sarah Coach I approached her and I said hey you know I have this song that I'm working on do you want to finish writing it with me so she and I got together we wrote the rest of the song and uh, you know here we are today you know we put the song out and we put out the video and I put some time and energy into promoting it 
it was the only thing I was promoting for a very long time. And thankfully, it really, you know, did a lot for me. Um, I was just sharing, you know, with Krista Nancy or Muma Nancy rather that, you know, this is the first song that really like allowed me to travel through music. Not that I never traveled before, but the song was what brought me to certain platforms and I'm really grateful for it. And just give, give thanks to the almighty because, you know, creativity is directly from the creator. So I, um, I'm just grateful that I was a vessel because to me, I don't see it as, it's my song, yes, but I also see it as like creation, you know? Yeah. So for those who don't know, what's the Paradise Plum? So the song is actually not about a Paradise Plum. The song is, um, how do I say? So the, the song is really, um, it's really describing the type of love. So Paradise Plum, I would more say, describes a type of love. It more describes like a very safe, comfortable love. It describes a connection where you don't really have to put on any pretenses. You don't have to fake anything. You can just, same thing. It's, it's really about authenticity, like feeling comfortable. It's a love song, but it's about a certain type of love. You know what I mean? I don't think, not many people have been able to experience the kind of love where they feel safe. And they feel like they, they can be themselves. Um, so that's what Paradise Plum is really about. But some people call me Paradise Plum, which I don't mind, you know? <laughs> um, I think also Paradise Plum is a great way to describe a beautiful girl, you know? Um, you know, it is what you, whatever you want it to be. Yeah, you know what? Listening, listening to a lot of your tracks, um, I'm going to play a little bit of Paradise Plum here for those out there. You guys got to know what this song sounds like. Cha, 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 cha. Where is me, Adia? Where is me, Adia? One second. You, you never put up a fight, no. We want you. If you just joining us, we're here in conversation with uh, Naomi Cohen, CKUT ninety point three FM West Indian Rhythms. Okay, so in um, two thousand, after this track, Paradise Plum, you made mm-hmm. a little bit. 
you made a little bit of movements working with uh, Major Lazer, with uh, yeah. the well-known world selector, Walter Fire on a project where you guys call Stargirl. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, uh, tell me about how did that connection come, come, come yeah, about? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So basically in 2020, when the place kind of shut down, you know, when, every, when all of the borders were closed, this time no flights are leaving any countries pretty much. And um, while she just happened to have been in Jamaica with his family and, you know, he just asked me to link up at the studio and we were talking also with another producer. Her name is Wiz. Um, she also is Barry Hammond's daughter. She's a talented producer. And um, we we're just talking about music, the state of the music industry, blah, blah, blah. And he said, you know, I feel like Naomi, like you really have a different sound. He was just really just encouraging and said, I feel like your vibe is like, fresh you have a crossover feel you're not a typical jamaican artist and he said i'd love to work with you i'd like to be part of your journey you know because he's been part of many artists journeys but he had said to me that he'd never really like been able to be part of the whole journey you know he's always been part of like maybe one portion of it and so he said let's work and we just started to record music we recorded so many songs and we didn't really know what we we're going to do with all of them we just said you know let's just make the music let's not think about what we're doing with it just yet and then eventually, the more this, everything starts to take shape, what happened is we looked at the music I had already previous record, previously recorded. And then we looked at the music that I, the new, the new music, and we said, okay, we should do like a sequence of releases, not just one project. You know, so actually most of the, most of the songs on Stargirl, I had already done from before I met Walshi. Um, and so we said, okay, Stargirl is in the first installation of a multi-project vision so stargirl is a mixtape and a bit of an ep and then my next follow-up will be an album yeah that's uh, that's some great stuff some great sounds some great tracks is on the stargirl um mixtape yeah and um you know like you, you're a part of a sp special movement it's like a movement that just happened because there's so many talented young female artists that's coming mm -hmm. out of jamaica you know what i mean how does it feel mm -hmm. to be part of that movement that's bringing that the female positive reggae yeah. energy to the universe? Man, I how about this? I I I don't even know because I when when the movement kind of started to shape take shape, if you want to call it, I was just doing my own thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm the kind of person I just wait to do my own thing. I just wait get up and go and do. And so I think like it was it was Actually, it's funny. I think it was 2000, I think it was 2000, maybe 19, when I performed on the Bob Marley, um, Bob Marley show. And I just thought it would have been a good idea to, like, bring up two, two other female artists. And at the time, like, you know, I knew Savannah from a long time before because we used to sing at church together. And then, of course, I met Lila Ike along the way. And I said, guys, you want to just come on stage with me and, like, do parts of your song? I just thought it, I just thought it would have been cool. I never really thought that it was going to start a movement and then after doing that people started to kind of like group us together you know we did a magazine thing together and then at, by the end of that year and actually earlier that year we had performed with coffee at skyline for this concert called skyline levels um and and so so from that point on it was just kind of becoming a thing where we we're sharing space sharing the stage together you know, and then by the end of that year, the Rock and Groove project came out. So I'm really just happy. I, I, 
I mean, I think it's awesome. I think, you know, for the first time in a long time, we see women come together. A lot of times women are positioned against each other and there's no reason for that. You know, as a matter of fact, we need each other more than anything, you know, um, because only like the support you can get from another woman as a woman, a man can't replace that. So um, I'm just really honored. I think I'm just really, I think for me, it just makes me happy to see that when you follow your intuition, things fall into place. You know what I'm saying? Because I never came back here and said, boy, I want to be part of a woman's movement. I never said that. I just said, yo, I'm just going to come and hope for the best. <laughs> you know, and such beautiful things have happened as a result. Yeah, that's uh, that's some uh, amazing stuff. And, you know, I mean, you guys got together on that rock and groove rhythm. You know what I mean? And this is your track on the rock and groove rhythm. And trust me, as a DJ, I love this juggling. That's just strictly Thank you. Female. Naomi, can I ask you a quick question here? Mm-hmm. Who are you? Who are you returning to sender here? Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk about that. <laughs>
courtesy of Naomi Cohen. Trust me, Naomi. Naomi? She's, uh... Yes, 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 yes. I can hear you. Hello? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah I, know, I know you can hear me there. Yeah, you know what? There's something about your voice, right? That you bring so much different elements to your song. Where, where I'm feeling that reggae vibe. I'm feeling that R&B vibe. I'm feeling yeah. the gospel vibe. And I'm feeling that um you know because sometimes you chant on the rhythm you know what i mean so and, I, and i'm yeah. feeling that way back that way back reggae energy in there yeah well you know what i think i think and, and that's i mean that's what the stargirl project is supposed to be um is i i try i wanted to, the music to represent um just all of the things that make me who i am if that makes sense you know um and and the truth is that we are all a, a a combination of different life experiences, and and I wanted to make sure that when I sing, it represents that, you know. Um, and I'm glad that you can pick up on all of that because that's that that shows that you're a proper DJ, <laughs> um, <laughs> because that is exactly what it is. I I try not to hide myself. I that you know what's the purpose of making the art if you're gonna have to, you know, fake it. <laughs> so um. So yeah, that's it's it's that's me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what else to say. It's just me. That's me representing myself. Yeah, and I know that you um last year you had a very special a special project that I know that you you held very close to your heart. That was the remake of a track by your mom, um, Santa Claus. Have you ever come? To, um, have you ever been to the ghetto? Yes. Yeah. How did that? Yeah, how did uh? How did you think about doing that track, remaking that track with your mom? How did that idea come about? Well, I've always wanted to remake that track. Um, and then, you know, I knew that it was just a matter of time and timing and the right timing, you know. Um, and when I realized that it was this last year would have made the 40th anniversary of it, you know, I spoke to my dad about it and he was like, oh, yeah, we have to do it. You know, it was just like it was just like a no brainer for us. Um, obviously it's, it's literally one of the top reggae songs of, of our time. Um, and, and on top of that, like it's one of my mom's biggest songs. And so I, I didn't want to just do it over just by myself. Right. I would, I wanted it to be a piece of kind of like a piece of history, if you call it that. So it was already some, to be quite honest, I already, I had already planned on doing that too. <laughs> Yeah, and it, yeah, yeah, and it surely was a piece of history. You know what I mean? And so you've been in the business now for a few years. You know what I mean? Um, is everything going as planned? How you visualize and how you channel? How you channel your career to date? Well, um, to answer that question, I wouldn't say I had much of a plan. 
and I don't know if that's not a good thing, but I, I mean, the way I see it is, is I'm pretty sure I'm on the right path, right? Because of just, I feel as though I'm making an impact. I'm seeing the traction, you know, um, and I'm making the music, right? So, um, you know, I do have bigger, big, I don't want to say the word bigger, but I have additional things in mind and ideas that I'd like to see come to life and all of that stuff. But I think all of that comes in time. You know, I think my goal is just to stay consistent and to trust that, yeah, just trust that God is going to work it all out in the time it should. You see me? Yeah. So to me, I feel like what I set out to do, I'm doing. I'm actively doing. You know, even just a while ago, I was just sitting down at a table with, you know, Sister Nancy, who has probably one of the big, biggest reggae songs of all time, and getting advice from her. And I played Paradise Plumper, and she knew it. That's crazy. You know, I actually am in shock that she knew it. So I said that to say, like, I don't, I, I didn't come into this with a specific plan, and I think that's you know, it's kind of risky, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm someone who will take a risk for love, you know, and music is a love, is one of my loves. So once I love it and I love you, I will take the risk, whatever that looks like. So to answer your question, I don't know if it's exactly what I had in mind, but it's definitely, I'm definitely doing it. And I think that's more, most important. There's so many, so many of us that spend our lives wishing we could do that one thing that we've always dreamed of doing, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I know I, I, know want you, to, I didn't want to be caught wishing and, and wondering and hoping, basically. Yeah. And I know that you just came off a set and you have a very busy day. So I'm going to give you uh, two more questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> is there any uh, is there any producers or anyone out there that you would like to co collaborate with? Oh, for sure. I mean, um, producers, I'd love to work with like I'd love. To, I mean, I don't know if he still makes music. Well, with Jamaican artists, but I'd love to work with like Don Corleone. Um, I'd love to work with Russian, just for a different vibe, you know. Um, uh, from an international perspective, I'd love to work with uh, Pharrell. That's somebody who I've dreamed of working with, and I'm sure that will happen in the right time. Um, Boy Wanda, I think he's Canadian. He Canadian? Can't remember. But I'd like to work with him. Um, yeah, um, let me see who else. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to work with Alicia Keys. You know, she's like one of my influences, but I know she produces music as well, you know? So I'd love to write with her more than anything else. Like to write a song with her would be an honor. Um, those are just some of the people off the top of my head. Okay, so uh, who's uh, Naomi? Who's Naomi in an everyday life? Away from the stage, away from the microphone. Who's Naomi? Who is Naomi away from the stage? Um, I don't know. I don't know how to answer those kind of questions. <laughs> um, I don't really like talking about myself like that, but, um, you know, I, I don't know. I am any, let me see. I don't know. Drew. Okay. Canada you know what? Just, just, just give me one word. Specific. One word. Just describe Naomi away from the stage and away from the microphone and away from everything. Just Naomi and every, every, everyday life. Yeah, I think, I mean, away from the stage, away from all of that. But here's the thing, Drew, like, it's not an act. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I do for my work is not an act. Even though it is a performance, it's not an act. So it's hard for me to say, oh, I'm different. You know, I am, like, you know, obviously I'm not the same person on stage as I am every day. But 
a lot of what I do off the stage is to help me be better on the stage, if that makes sense. Okay. You know, so I'm a very joyful person. I try to focus on my joy. I try to focus on staying healthy in my mind, you know. Um, I spend a lot of time with my family. I spend a lot of time with my friends. I make an effort to, you know, um, yeah, I make an effort to to invest in the people that mean the most to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like being in nature. That's important. Um, okay, that's, uh, that's, that's the, you know, so those are kind of the things I, 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 I listen to a lot of music because I'm an artist, right? So it's like most half, if I'm, if I don't have anything busy doing, I spend most of my time. Sorry about that. Yeah. Hold on a second, Drew. Yeah. My phone fell. Yeah. So, so, you know, outside of, you know, I do spend a lot of time listening to music. And oftentimes it's listening to music of different eras, different genres. That's a music plays a big role in how I live my daily life. You know, I almost like in the mornings, I listen to a lot of like Fela Kuti and music of like West African influence because it just sets a really cool tone for the day, you know? So, um, yeah. Um, but I don't have like, I don't really have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> if that's what you're asking, I don't, I don't have things that I do. Like, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any, I just do music. And then I just, I'm just a person who takes care of herself so that when I make the music, I'm in a good state of mind. Right. And okay. Then, so for um, those, for those mm-hmm. out there who wants to follow you, could you give them your social media handles and, uh, you know, I mean, how they could get to listen to your stuff? Sure. Yeah. So, um, I am Naomi Cowan on all platforms. So that's N-A-O-M-I. C O W A N and and I'm I'm on everything, you know, Instagram. I don't use Twitter as often, but I'm there and I'm, my YouTube channel is Naomi Cowan and all my music is streamed under there. So yeah. Shouldn't have yeah. a hard time finding you, me. I don't yeah. think there's a lot of... they could find you at Paradise Plum on IG, they could find you at Daily Naomi Cohen. <laughs> Well, no, that's, um, those are, no, so I don't have a, uh, I think that was the same page, but there's, there's a, there's actually, I have a Canadian, um, uh, person that kind of runs that page, you know, um, but just at Naomi Cowan is really where you can find me. Yeah. If you really want to find me, it's just at Naomi Cowan. Okay, Naomi, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Yes, thank you for having me. Sorry, sorry, so the phone dropped. That's no problem, man. <laughs> the Montreal, that's the And thank you for the support. No thank problem. you so Any much time. for the support. Mom tells me everything. She tells me everything. So I appreciate yeah, it. And say hi to Nathan, you know? I will. I will. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Naomi, thank you very much. All right. Take care. Yeah. He is be strong and mighty, but to the eyes of the Almighty, we all need our brothers and sisters. When David fought the lie, you took the power and the slingshot, yes, just standing by. No one wouldn't be Naomi if it wasn't for my homies. Wanna say hi. Thanks to Drew and his uh, guests, uh, Naomi Cowan.